Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Ukraine refugees could be key witnesses against Russian abuses. Russian state TV boosts Kremlin lie on invasion. And emails prove Trump lawyer knew delaying Biden certification was unlawful. It's Friday, March 11. I'm Anthony Davis. More than two million Ukrainian refugees have begun to scatter throughout Europe and beyond, some carrying valuable witness evidence to build a case for potential war crimes. More and more, the people who are turning up at border crossings are survivors who have fled some of the cities hardest hit by Russian forces. It was very eerie, said Ihor Dyekov, one of the many people who crossed the Irpin River outside Kiev on the slippery wooden planks of a makeshift bridge. The Russians promised to provide a humanitarian corridor, which they did not comply with. They were shooting civilians, he said. That's absolutely true. I witnessed it. People were scared. Such testimonies will increasingly reach the world in the coming days, as more people flow along fragile humanitarian corridors. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Wednesday said three such corridors were operating from bombarded areas, and in all, about 35,000 people got out. People left Sumy in the northeast near the Russian border, the suburbs of Kiev and Anerodar, the southern town where Russian forces took over a large nuclear plant. More evacuations were announced on Thursday as desperate residents sought to leave cities where food, water, medicines and other essentials were running out. In a staggering measure of displacement, Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko said on Thursday about two million people, or every second person amongst the capital's residents, have left the metro area. In addition to the growing number of refugees, at least one million people have been displaced within Ukraine. The scale of the humanitarian crisis is so extreme that the worst-case scenario in the International Organization for Migration's contingency planning has already been surpassed. Nationwide, thousands of people are thought to have been killed across Ukraine, both civilians and soldiers, since Russian forces invaded two weeks ago. City officials in the blockaded port city of Mariupol have said 1,200 residents have been killed there, including three in the bombing of a children's hospital. In Ukraine's second-largest city, Kharkiv, the prosecutor's office has said 282 residents have been killed, including several children. The United Nations Human Rights Office said it has recorded the killings of 516 civilians in Ukraine in the two weeks since Russia invaded, including 37 children. Most have been caused by the use of explosive weapons with a wide impact area, it said. It believes the real toll is considerably higher. Some of the latest refugees have seen those deaths firsthand. 
their testimonies will be a critical part of efforts to hold Russia accountable for targeting civilians and civilian structures like hospitals and homes. Russia State TV has said that Russian troops are in Ukraine to save people there from neo-Nazis and to disarm a country that was preparing to wage war on its own population. The TV reports also say that people across Russia are supporting what the Kremlin calls the special military operation in Ukraine by forming convoys in which cars display the tricolor Russian flags, or they gather in courtyards and form a large letter Z, which has become a symbol of the Russian military. A news anchor at state TV channel Russia24 rattled off the names of cities holding the demonstrations. It took several days after the start of the February 24th invasion for Russia to gear up the campaign, depicting what it said was widespread public support of the assault. The narrative of Russians standing behind their troops sought to counter spreading anti-war sentiment on the home front, with thousands protesting in the streets of Moscow, St. Petersburg and elsewhere, and over a million signing a petition to stop the attack. Political analysts say Russians are indeed rallying around the flag, but the big question is how long such support will last in the face of crippling Western sanctions and worsening living conditions, or whether it will eventually translate into increased support for President Vladimir Putin. In seeking to control the narrative, the Kremlin has blocked most of Russia's independent media outlets and forced the rest to halt coverage altogether, with threats of prosecution and prison for reporting that deviates from the official line, which includes calling the action a war or an invasion. Interrupting the certification of Joe Biden's election win on the 6th of January last year as part of the scheme to return Donald Trump to office was known to be unlawful by at least one of the former president's lawyers, according to an email exchange about the potential conspiracy. The former Trump lawyer John Eastman, who helped coordinate the scheme from the Trump War Room at the Willard Hotel in Washington, conceded in an email to counsel for Mike Pence Greg Jacob that the plan was in violation of the Electoral Count Act. But Eastman then urged Pence to move ahead with the scheme anyway, pressuring the former vice president's counsel to consider supporting the effort on the basis that it was only a minor violation of the statute that governed the certification procedure. The admission that the scheme was unlawful undercuts arguments by Eastman and the Willard War Room team that they believed there was no wrongdoing in seeking to have Pence delay the certification past the 6th of January, one of the strategies they sought to return Trump to power. It additionally raises the prospect that other members of the Willard War Room, including Trump's former attorney Rudy Giuliani and Trump's former strategist Steve Bannon, were also aware that the scheme to delay or stop the certification was unlawful from the start. The strategy to delay the joint session past January 6 was about buying time for Trump and his team to pressure state legislatures to send Trump slates of electors to Congress on the basis that the Biden slates were illegitimate because of supposed election fraud. The admission is significant since it demonstrates Eastman knew the scheme to delay Biden's certification was unlawful, which the select committee believes bolsters its case that he was involved in a conspiracy to defraud the United States and obstruct justice. 
You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.